liquor and things that go boo, then buckle up, listener, cause this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. And welcome back to Pablos and Pals. This is your GM, Haley. And you know what? Normally we just get right into it because this is the second part, but we've got a new pal. So, Brooks, what are you drinking? Hello. I am drinking water currently, uh, <laughs> soon to change, but uh, was a little under the weather this uh, this morning. A so, little? A little. Uh, was yeah. it a little? It was, was a little. We call a little that? It, it was a little too a lot multiple times. And <laughs> You've uh, ever seen someone drive with his forehead on the steering wheel? Is that, is that correct? I, <laughs> it was damn close. Yeah. I, it's a talent to look through the wheel, <laughs> but still concentrate on the road. Since, since Brooks and I live very close together now, we carpool over here to record. And uh, Brooks offered to drive today. Um, the two of us got like way lit last night to to super late and uh brooks bookended the trip with puking and uh and drove over here with like his head on his fist just staring out i the kids got fortitude well, no, he failed his fortitude save, but he, he made it yeah. here. So yeah. I barely, yeah. maybe he doesn't have fortitude. He's Through got the will. Pure strength yeah, of will. Yeah. Yeah. will. Yeah, that's a chain of power of will. It's what what Pathfinder will do to you. <laughs> just just uh, do anything. The you question can is: to Did get Steve there. have the dexterity save to avoid both pukes? <laughs> I did. Oh yeah, yeah. Showed up just. I barely got to Steve's house before I threw up, and nice then uh, barely got attack. here. By the way, barely got to Steve's house. A three-block car ride. <laughs> 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 that motion just got him. His biz motion sickness. <laughs> All right. So Brooks is drinking water right now. Not feeling the best. Uh, anyone drinking anything fascinating, or are we just drinking the same kind of stuff and want to move on? I'm still on a vibe. I got new stuff. Vibe? I got a mix six oh, pack, so I've got the Heavy Hearted Amber from Zaftig here in Columbus. This brewery is actually quite excellent. Is Zaftig in Columbus? It's 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 outside of Columbus, technically. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's basically right here. Before I moved to Columbus, I had their beer back home. I just never I never looked into where they were from. That's yeah. That's cool. They're I'd go it. there. I'd go there and and try. I heard the brew, the the brew pub's nice. And I'm drinking a hams. <laughs> what a shock! I heard their shock. brew pub's nice. Yeah. Yes. Have you seen Ooh. pictures of their brewery? Because it looks like a fucking prison. <laughs> prison. Well, well, the first one burnt down. I think. Yeah. This one looks like a solid brick prison <laughs> with fucking gates and barbed wire around it. Yeah. People are trying to get in and take the hams. Well, yeah, but you know, doesn't make it look any less like a prison. Doesn't impact the sky blue waters that are up there in Wisconsin. That's correct. Uh, sky bed water. <laughs> so we're all drinking kind of the same stuff. Besides, uh, Tim has switched it up a little. Uh, so I mean, unless anyone has anything else, do we want to get back into it? Fuck yeah! We just killed a nineteen undead. You guys, yeah, you just went through and you just crushed my nineteen, uh, nineteen undead horde that I kind of put in place. By the way, very ambitious for the first time. <laughs> GMing uh, homebrew and recorded at the same time. 
it's fine. Hopefully that all came out okay. Impressively done. <laughs> well done, yeah. Well done. You guys walk up to this gate. The gate has obviously been damaged, um, some by the undead. Um, obviously, some of them look a little like they were just basically using their heads. So there's some undead blood also on uh, the gate itself. And you can see it's a little bit barricaded. And as you guys walk up and all the growls and, and it's still like mid-afternoon slash mid-day and... Come on. Come on. All right. For those of you wondering what's happening, Chris is dicking around with some sort of... Some sort of cane. He literally took it away from him. This is this is what happens uh, halfway through a uh, April Fool's session. Yeah, April Fool's joke. I'm I guess. so sorry. I'm gonna Fool die. Your- this is what gets edited out of an April Fool's episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I lost my train of thought, but either way, you guys go up to this gate. It's been barricaded, and uh, you guys are fully done, and all of the zombie horde is gone. So there isn't the constant sound of zombies. It is a nice, pleasant afternoon at this point. What do you do? Gate is shut. Um. Knock three times. Where? On the gate. Is it a wooden door? Yeah, it's a big, big giant, like, you know, barricade gate. I think as we wait for the people to come, probably so I know you're quite the healer. I'm very hurt. Well, I'm, I guess not very hurt, but significantly hurt. Uh, I, I, think, I, I could I, use some healing I myself. Think, I, I think I saw you take a couple nasty blows as well. I yeah. think we could use some healing. So let's uh, let me just cure light wounds. Um, okay, I'll get myself up to full first. So doing a little bit of healing, um, which is good. And Pavlos has also knocked three times. Mm-hmm. So uh, you guys hear a little, like you kind of hear the like going up the steps like really kind of quickly and so someone goes up the steps and you see from the top of the tower um about 30 feet above you there is a um a guard that looks pretty well concerned uh for his life and is holding his weapon very tight to his chest and and goes uh who's there Mm, hello um your well, I, I'll still say ruler Silas Gradon has sent us to help rid your town of this horrible undead plague. I'm a, I'm a cleric of Phrasma. I, I should be able to take care of this. Good. Thank Phrasma. Oh, really, really need some help. Uh, and the rest of you are, are okay? They're all cool there with me. What happened to... The zombies. We've taken care of your problem. I hope you don't mind. What the fuck is that horse? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this horse is, uh, this is my companion. His name is Sonny. Sonny, say hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> it does not talk. Are you fucking intelligence of three? I'll have you know. <laughs> All right, that's something that happens now. I don't like that. I remember when I used to do this. Sonny, Sonny, calm down. I There's no need to get spirited. He doesn't understand the ways of our magic. 
It talks. Uh, Pavos, is this safe? It'll be fine. I assure you, <laughs> my creature will give you no problems. Just keep okay. your pets away from him. Oh. I'm out of spell slots in that level. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Georgie, help me. And uh, you guys will will hear the gate kind of being cleared and opened up. Roll for initiative. <laughs> the horde of zombies goes around. <laughs> oh, God. The only safe place was in the gate towers. The town's overrun. And, and you guys walk into this town. In this town, it's it's kind of weird, right? Because it it's kind of boarded up and also... Um, it's Normally, you would expect if you were to walk into a town like this... So you kind of walk into this marketplace where you would expect it to be very bustling and, like, there would be a significant amount of people. You see maybe one or two, and, and you see no one who is, um, like, under the age of 10, and you see no one who is, you know, over the age of, like, 40 out and about. It is very minor amount of people. They are out in this um, kind of area. It looks like the the strongest, brightest, and youngest are kind of the ones who are out, um, with excluding children, kind of doing their normal daily day-to-day lives. And as you guys walk into this town, the rest of the, the areas are kind of... Um, it looks like some people have paid some precautions. They've locked their doors. They've either barricaded the doors. They've definitely put uh, club covered their windows to some extent. Something to make sure that uh, they have have barricaded themselves inside their homes. And as you walk through the marketplace, the only place that seems to have any life to it at all is what looks to be a bar. And outside the bar, you see a large turtle and a few horses. And then there looks to be about, I don't know, at least 12 people in the bar. And that seems like a lot compared to what it should be an extremely bustling city. I feel like but, you just glossed over like the large say, turtle. The big turtle. Tell us about the big turtle. It's a, a large turtle outside this bar. Mm. A giant snapping turtle, in fact. Seems like people in this town are really taking the self-quarantine pretty seriously. <laughs> But the bar seems open. There, There is a saddle on this turtle, and uh, he's got uh, zombie guts kind of dried up on his head and, and his claws. Hey, this fall creature's a banisher of the undead, just like us. It's not looking too good. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if it's on its own or if it has a... I feel like if it had an owner, they'd at least clean it up or something. You would think that they would take care of their animal. Yeah, well. All of instead things of tying so. him out here and letting Look him just be covered of, in zombie guts. He massacred his boy. <laughs> <laughs> Constitute some sort of animal cruelty, if I'd say so myself. We better find the bastard behind this. Let's drag That's him the out the street and lynch him. <laughs> so what do you, do you guys do? Because <laughs> <laughs> this is absolutely absurd so far. I what wanna, do you do? I want to find the whoever whoever massacred this this boy. I it must be in the bar somewhere. So it sounds like the dom is telling you all that he's going inside the bar. That works. All right. So you guys go inside the bar, and like I said, there's there's only about twelve people, and at this bar, there's the bartender. And then there are a few tables here and there. Um, none of the tables have more than two people at them. 
and a couple of them only have one person at them, or it is a uh, kind of booth on the edge and, and someone's sitting there. So that's kind of what you walk into. And, and it feels like, again, once again, it is only the strongest of the city who seem to be out. So Pablo sidles up to the bar, gets a whiskey, swirls it twice, drinks it. <laughs> What a shock. All right. Any Anyone else? The Dom will order an American Strong Ale from Seventh Son. Yeah, Tim. Is that what you're drinking, too? Yep. <laughs> All right. If that's the game we're going to play, I would like to drink a hams, please. <laughs> it's Bartender. So the lady has a hams. <laughs> Bartender, please deliver me a hams. I'll prefer on draft, but I guess I'll take it in a can. Give the man a ham. Pork. Oh no. He's talking about the beer, you cretin. <laughs> and uh, he will get the like largest mug he can and fills it up with whatever he's got on draft. Um, because I don't know about pork, but here. Oh, tastes like a ham sauce. Yes. <laughs> don't taste like much. <laughs> <laughs> Don't insult the ones you see in the family. You know, if you know it's good for you, you'll get out of this town. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's just a fucking threatening people. Siege <laughs> weapon is outside. <laughs> He's just a scrawny dude now. I'm a little excited. <laughs> Did you hook hook that siege weapon up to the post like a like a mouse? Yeah, I hooked a siege weapon up to the post and, and bring your, my horse and inside. Your man horse. <laughs> your man horse. Is- <laughs> We're looking for the owner of a medium-sized turtle. Large for turtle. (laughs) But medium-sized. Yeah, it seems pretty big for a turtle, but... Yeah, this dude showed up about the same time we got attacks happening. Uh, Oh, so there's a causation in that correlation, right? Awfully coincidental. Sounds like it. Uh, So, uh, hey, turtle guy. Um, the whole bar turns, <laughs> all 12 people turn. <laughs> and my, uh, who do we see? My name's Amir. No, uh, but you can call me Amir. That's fine. Uh, what do you want with my turtle? Your turtle has blood and guts all over its face. It's disgusting. It's a horrible sight outside. He certainly doesn't seem to mind. So Well, he's not licking it off, so I... Yeah, have this you, is very easy sick. Have you seen a turtle's tongue? Uh, no. This is not long enough for him to lick his face. All right, that's a fair point. I also am a reptile. Very short tongue, I understand. And uh, is it appears that your turtle is in the zombie-killing business. Are you also in this sort of business? That's very true. I... Business is booming, isn't it? That's right. And I've uh, well, this I've is been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I've been waiting for reinforcements, and I uh, unfortunately I can't do it all myself. And it seems like y'all might be just just what Ferasma ordered. Pablo's motions to the spiral on his breastplate and is like yeah you're probably right do you have any ideas to where this 
sort of plague may have come from. You look like the knowledgeable sword. How long have you been in this town? I've been here a few weeks now, uh, cleaning up the streets when I can. Thing is, is it only really, or the zombies really only come out at night or after the night. And when they do. So in the morning, then. Dawn? Yes. All right. <laughs> and when I do go to investigate, I initially hear these just absolute thrashings and terrible wails. And then when I get there, it... Whoever the body may be, sometimes I can't even, can't even describe if it's a man or woman or a child. Normally, probably about that build, but they are completely thrashed. Ew. Mm. That is disgusting. That sounds pretty uh, horrible. Where did you see this? Nearby? I can't speak to a specific location, but I can definitely say it's all over and uh, seemingly random. Well, that brings up two points. Maybe, well, whatever creature this is is nocturnal, it seems. It attacks its victims at night, and then they come back to unlife in the morning. Also, if this is a random attack, could we maybe see where it all stems from? Or if it's randomly scattered around town, maybe it's equidistant from a certain spot. Maybe we investigate that. With more reinforcements, I certainly agree that we can uh, investigate. Well, we're contracted by the count of this area to investigate this, to bring this undead plague to an end, so if you're willing to help us, we're more than willing to help you in turn. Absolutely. I think so far we've been doing a good job. Yeah, we killed like Not fucking all the, all the undead outside. It was pretty dope. That was pretty fucking sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna talk around the bar See if we can Well, actually, I'm not that good at talking But hopefully we can get some information So, I mean I don't think Does Amir have any sort of, like Knowledge I don't know, this would be, like, math Slash engineering, I guess Engineering's the closest No the Dom has some knowledge engineering. Oh uh, yeah, I'm not surprised there. Siege Mage, huh? Yep. I, I, so even though um, Amir seems to think this is random, if he were to, if you guys were to get a map out and Amir to kind of cross out every location that people he's found people damaged, um, okay. the Dom could maybe observe that and make a knowledge engineering to kind of suss out where it should, where the central location is. 
Amira, you want a point for me on this map? If you could, if you could tell me, you know, a few places here and there, best of your memory. But uh, where did these happen? Yep, I sure can. Uh, we've got one right here, one right here, and here. Oh, interesting. I rolled a twelve, and then it's gonna it's gonna be a twenty-four. Oh shit, man! Yeah, you uh, can actually isolate the center of these kind of uh, attacks to a uh, very well-known and very very highly populated. Um, Normally, fruit and vegetable stand actually in the middle of the town market. Okay, it's it's probably the most popular uh, stand around because of its famed shaped fruit. Shaped fruit. Okay. Can I use Ears of the City? It's a spell. Sure. I don't know what that does. Uh, So I'm the target of the spell. The target of the spell sees and hears a stream of past scenes and pieces of conversations related to local people and events. The flashes are so brief that it is impossible to identify individual people or places, but when the target concentrates on a particular topic or individual, she can piece together a coherent narrative told in a multitude of changing voices in her mind. Each round for the duration of the spell, the target can attempt a diplomacy check to gather information as though she had spent 1d4 hours talking to local people. Since the information gathering doesn't involve actual interaction with people, only observation, the target can use her perception skill instead of her diplomacy skill while thus concentrating. The target is effectively deaf and blind. It lasts for a round per level. I am level 5, so I would get 5 pieces of information. All right, so what are those uh, five things you want to know about? So we just got this information about this fruit stand. I think I'm going to concentrate my first part of Ears of the City on, like, this fruit stand. It seems like we're learning that it's maybe an epicenter. So what are the rumors happening around this spot? So there's a lot of rumors. Hold on. I got to roll. Okay. (laughs) Don't give me everything. I mean, you could give me everything. I don't care, but... I was so excited. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna, glad someone can ask about my fruit stand. I'm going to need <laughs> you to make I've built a this in my head. <laughs> perception. Uh, so that's uh, 17. So that's super easy to uh, tell you anything about because this fruit stand is incredibly popular and there's tons of rumors about it. There are rumors that. In this, in this area where they already struggle to grow crops, it is shocking and amazing to everyone that there would be so many fruits both able to be sold there, as well as fruits and vegetables, and that the fruits sometimes come in different shapes, such as apples shaped like hearts, you know, watermelons not just shaped as ovals, but shaped as like squares, and they think that the owner must be some sort of magical person, and therefore... A lot of people, even if they don't buy anything because it's expensive, they come by and watch it every day. Okay. Uh, But I didn't learn anything pertaining to why that might be where all signs are pointing to. You know, a significant amount of people go there every day. Even during all of this plague and, and, and like, you know, all of this... So People it's it's a you know it's a Corona hotspot. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good Sounds place. like a gathering of a hundred people or more. Right. That's not allowed. <laughs> Illegal. Um, so now we heard that the things that happen happen at night. So I'm going to listen for rumors of like, you know, 
what happened during these attacks, if anybody saw anything, that kind of stuff. It's a very cool story about a Japanese dude who started growing square watermelons or yeah. like cube watermelons to like max out his truck space. And not only did he like gain efficiency, but people paid him more for those watermelons. So when yes. you said the cube watermelons, I was like, that's rooted in actual real life and it's a really cool story because you like you just grow them in like a box box. so Mm -hmm. so are the heart apples there's also um buddha pears there's a lot of really cool like shaped fruits but yeah Yeah. okay so i get a dirty 20 dirty 20 on Mm -hmm. um so you want to know like rumors about night rumors about uh the attacks and if anybody like saw anything or the comings and goings around those attacks what if anybody in town was a witness i should start to like get It seems as though anyone who saw anything is no longer either alive or in the town anymore. So whether um, they were either alive and uh, they were alive, saw the attack and they were either decimated again, um, totally killed, kind of like the way that Amir described, or uh, they were some sort of zombie and were pushed out of the town. Okay. So that's the second one. The next thing I'll ask is, um, is there any, besides this, uh, this food cart with, the fruit, is there anywhere else that like people gather or is there like a place nearby this food cart that people might be gathering or that something could be dwelling That is a uh, fifteen. So, so you can tell by the layout of the city, there are um, the this food cart has must. It's either mustered up enough, um, you know, dollars in order to be at the epicenter of you know the city, or it is um, just naturally placed because it is at a um, crossroads. So there is, you know, a couple different um, crossways where this fruit cart is, which could lead to some of its extra traffic. So it's like in the middle of town at a crosswalk? Yeah, basically. Like an intersection? Yep, it's at an intersection. the main roads? Okay. um, Now I would ask... Um... And again, this is this is all like rumors, stuff that's like go- circulating around the town. Like anything from like the start of the outbreak. So basically, I want to know like, is there like, did people when the outbreak started out like say like, oh, there's like a you know a strange man came to town or like any any information like that that would clue me in on like what maybe started besides. Besides yeah, besides you. And maybe the rumors say that you did start it, and oh, then I'm going to kill you. Oh my god, It Brooks is the big bad. What a reveal. <laughs> That's a 28. Wow, so for a 28, you would um, you would know that like this town, although it's near the furrows, has always felt incredibly safe, because realistically, they're already struggling with um, their crops in general. They're not an incredibly wealthy city, and therefore they have always just kind of kept their gates open because they don't have a whole lot to steal or take. The most exciting thing they've got are these this shaped fruit guy. And shaped that, fruit. Fucking shaped fruit town. <laughs> and even that, they don't have like a whole lot of it. So um, realistically, they've always kept their gates open, even at night. And so 
the only strange and oddities are since the gate has closed, they've had a new imp- new person come in, but the gate closed after the outbreak started, and the only new person they've really let in is Amir, and that is because he promised to um, kill Undead. And I get the vibe that from people around town, he's been doing that. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, him and his turtle have been about the only thing that has been helping drive these zombies out. Okay, um... Fuck, what do you guys think? Like, final question. I feel like none of these have given me anything that I can use. I think we need to talk to the fruit stand guy. Yeah. Yeah, rumors about the fruit stand guy. The guy that owns the thing. Yeah. Ooh, okay. 26. Yeah, so um, the rumors about this fruit stand guy in general are that he has to be some sort of wizard. Because who else makes... Shaped fruits, right? Like people like, <laughs> create a box. <laughs> In reality, there's a lot of people who are like, mm, "That's not true." Uh, they they all they all think like he's just designed something. He's just, like really really smart. Um, so there's a lot of conflicting information that you hear and kind of find out. But you're able to kind of piece together that he's not probably magical. He might just have a very good sense for general engineering and there there are people who are very skeptical of him because of that but at the same time they're too interested in the fruits to say no um, and too interested in it to not shop there and again it's just it's a very very popular location and he continues to be a marvel and so do what he sell so or what he sells so with that in mind he is the probably most popular person in town while still being the most isolated because a lot of people don't trust him or feel comfortable because they think he's probably magical so yeah that's about it they think he's magical and then others think that he's mostly just like very intelligent so he's both popular and isolated okay so we gotta check out this guy i have a lot of friends in politics but it wouldn't be so friendly if they knew i was getting into shape fruit you know it's a business to the consider a, a dirty business you know Gambling, weapons, it's okay, but if they knew my business was shaped fruit, they'd be after me. I've got, I got a lot of questions. I'll save them for later. I'm just saying this is a very dangerous man. All right. I've heard the same thing. <laughs> People are running circles with shaped fruit. You two can catch me up later. I'm a little confused. <laughs> we'll see. It's kind of hard to run in circles with shape fruit because most of it's shaped in a different shape. Now that resonates, <laughs> I think. So what are you guys doing? We're yeah, I, th- I think talk we, to this guy. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go All to the right. fruit stand, talk talk to the dude. Very well. I'm gonna I'm gonna grab my, my turtle here. Clean up your turtle. Clean your fucking turtle. Have you guys tried to clean the snapping turtle? I figured he was tamed, but am I wrong? If I had cantrips, I could use prestidigitation. I do have that. that to be a siege mage. In fact, fact, I do actually have that. Oh, great. Okay, uh, perfect. He'll be cleaned up in a moment. (laughs) Feels like you should have just done this when it got dirty, not waited for, you know, strangers to come up to you and say, hey, you should clean your turtle. Alright, so with I'm not the judging your horse. <laughs> important. Listen, I didn't make that tur- I didn't make that horse a half man thing, alright? That was uh that was the Dom. 
<laughs> so with a clean turtle, you guys head to the fruit stand, which is uh, kind of across the courtyard, um, towards more towards the gate from the bar, and you guys see a guy standing by his uh, fruit stand right here. There he is. Stare at him. Talk to him. Hello. Do you fear phrasma? Do you fear phrasma? <laughs> I think we should open with something a little more gentle. <laughs> Hello. I'm interested in your shaped fruit. <laughs> You're interested in the fruit? I see. Yes. yes. And maybe the man behind it. Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm, not ex- I'm not accepting any uh, sort of communication right now. Thank you, though. Uh, mm, that seems interesting that you would say that. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not interested in other men. Thank you. You seem a little nervous. I just, I, I feel like he's hitting on me, and I don't feel comfortable. Mm, none of us so, reptiles. <laughs> reptiles. <laughs> Listen to me. You want me to talk to you? You want my friend Sonny here to talk to you? I point to the horse. <laughs> <laughs> the horse licks its lips disgustingly. <laughs> that that is an uh, abomination of the gods. Well, then you'll uh, hear what I have to say. Okay. Um. Did you guys want fruit? Mm, yes. I'm on a strictly unrelated. no fruit, no shape fruit diet. <laughs> no shape fruit. Uh, only only regular shape fruit. This is, this is an abomination. Why? I. I think it's a personal or like completely reasonable. I'm I'm gonna grab one. What kind of fruit do you want? Well, this apple here. Do you have any pomegranates? Do you want a heart-shaped apple or a square? Um, let's. It it doesn't matter to me. Okay, here's the square. This will be good for you. Okay. Careful of the corners. It's quite sharp. Yes, it's a, it's a specialty. That's um, That's gonna be. I, I, I need a, I need a couple of coppers for that. All right. You're selling yourself short, I think. It's a square apple, for Phrasma's sake. Well, I mean, you guys are kind of a lot right now, and I'm a little flustered. Is business good? Yeah, I've I've got a novel product here. Why do you think people like shaped fruit over regular fruit? Just asking, because it seems like, you know, why would I pay more for the same thing if it's a different shape? I'm just curious. Well, I think mostly it's just kind of fun. All the novelty of it. Do you feel like (laughs) people need fun in these times? Yeah, because most of our crops constantly die. It'd be nice if maybe they could just enjoy something for once. Yeah, I guess you need to enjoy something when everyone's quarantined and working from home. (laughs) <laughs> I like and, and I, you, would, you would take advantage of these people By upcharging for your wares I was expecting you I mean, to sell does, toilet paper it, Honestly but <laughs> So many corona drugs Jesus It takes It does take longer And like it's difficult to do the shaped fruit So I feel like it's fair I don't think I'm being too uh, I'm not I'm being reasonable here well, uh, out, of, out of character, like, this is, like, the epicenter of, like, all the bad shit, right? Like, we need yeah. to start talking about that. Yeah, I was gonna, <laughs> like, so I was gonna, like, maybe inspect the piece of fruit that yeah. Amir just sure, yeah. bought. Truth him, maybe? That's fair. Yeah, that do, do what good. you want. 
Yeah. But like, yeah. Yeah. You usually need to like get some buy-in on that zone of truth. Because like otherwise, they either talk circles around it or just leave the zone of truth. Okay. Or don't talk. And then, uh, and then maybe a spellcraft or like a knowledge religion or whatever you want. Yeah. What do you think? Knowledge. Shape uh, fruit. Knowledge on the fruit. Uh, it's gonna gonna still be engineering. Oh, engineering. Oh, you noticed that fruit grows into the shape that it is placed in. I'm really glad I put a lot into engineering. <laughs> Why have you red herring us with shape fruit? That's all I need to know. It's like this Three is stupidest fucking. Like no one is like yeah shape fruit cart. Not gonna go after that. Not definitely not going after that fucking shape fruit cart because that's like not way too super hyper specific. Shape fruit cart probably the epicenter of this undead pandemic. What did you roll in the engineering check in the beginning to figure out whether this was like the epicenter? Because uh, I forget. And now I'm worried that we've been completely misled. No, it was like a 20. It was pretty. It was okay. I wasted my years in the city on like three out of five on this fucking car. No, I think it was a 24. It was a 20. He rolled no, it was very high. It was, uh, it was also the map that he had. <laughs> he wouldn't come to a town without the map. If this cart doesn't bear fruit, I'm gonna be so pissed. Nice, Got I like it. I rolled a, I rolled a 15 on the second knowledge engineering. Not good. Okay, yeah. Uh, you could maybe, maybe figure out his secrets, but like you don't quite know. You just know it's not magical. Whatever he's doing. This thing is not. Uh, doesn't give a, any magical. I would use detect magic, but I gave up my trips. Yeah, you kind of suck at that kind of stuff. Everyone roll perception. Mm. Can I just spam uh, spam detect evil as well? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you detect zero evil. Cool. 23 percept. 17. 32? Holy, Holy shit. shit. <laughs> Natural 20 on that perception. There you go. All right. 17. Yeah, you're not beating a 32. Right. <laughs> no, so, but, like, Mr. Serpent uh, is able to actually recognize that this area is, um, not only does it have its standard road crossroads, but it must be so incredibly popular that there are those, like, uh, what, what are they called? The wanted paths or whatever, where people have, like, walked even outside of the normal path range to get there so much that they have um, created paths. Peasants. So they walked off the street and created a new path. So yeah, basically they've worn it like down. Like any college campus in yes, the world. Yes, yeah. they've worn it down um, so much that like they've created new paths, and there are so many different footprints, and there's so many different actual smells here. It's it it just seems as though this is in a very popular place, regardless of everything, and therefore it smells a lot like people. All right. Guys, huddle up for a second. Does it smell like people? I've been looking around a little bit, and it looks like people are going out of their way to come here. It also smells like people. <laughs> it also <laughs> smells like people. All right. That's, that's all the information I had. Let's go talk to this guy again. Yeah, apparently a 23 doesn't get you. <laughs> I think you mean a 32. Oh, I have a 23. 32, yeah. So I'm just blind to all of this. It doesn't, it, like, you don't see anything else out of the ordinary. Besides, it's just a, a clearly a significant amount of people are here. A significant amount of living people are here every day and constantly. 
Do you think that maybe there's some sort of enchantment or something to bring people to this stand? I, I highly doubt that. I don't know. I just the feel fruit, like it's a busy area. The fruit itself is uh, not magical. I, I think this might just be where a lot of people congregate and contract whatever's happening here. All right. Do we have a disease uh, check? Maybe detecting for I that? I mean... I'm immune to them. I wouldn't know. I mean, I'll buy a fruit. We already have one. Excuse me. All right. I didn't get your name. My name is John. John uh, Cartman. Very, like, again, do you guys just want more fruit? John. You've been standing around a lot. Well, you know what's going on in this town. Yeah, it's fucking scary. I've, yeah, so are you. Uh, what, the, what the hell's with these fruits? <laughs> They are pretty terrifying. <laughs> oh. I've determined that you could be an epicenter for this epidemic. How does it make you feel? Not good. I My livelihood relies on this cart. So you'll help me, won't you, John? Sure. Tell me, where do you get your fruit? My farm. And is your farm infected? Oh. Where does your water from your farm come from? Answer <laughs> <laughs> the question, damn it! Is this now we're figuring it out. Now we're yeah. figuring it out. <laughs> we're going to the farm. Keep it up. It it comes from the well that's on my property. Comes from the ground. Um, yeah, the ground, like where all the water comes from here. Uh, you guys know that like curfew is coming soon, right? Nope, just got here. Mm, probably just gonna stay outside, see what happens. I mean, Amir knows, right? Half hour before sundown, and and everyone has to go inside. Yeah, this Jeez. bastard's hiding information from us. What about, what about you, John? What the hell, Amir? Are you the reason for the for the curfew? You like to go out late at night and have your turtle bite people in, into pieces? Was that zombie guts or people guts? Absolutely not true. Uh, definitely zombie guts, and I just do my best to clean up. Hold them down, I'll find out the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, John, I need you to listen very carefully. Okay. You're not going to attend your stand tomorrow. No, that can't happen. What? We're going to sell your fruit for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in, I'm in. You don't like this plan? I love this plan. I'm 100% in. We're going to sell your fruit for you. I'm 100% in. I want to know every contact you have, every person you touch, and every single drop of water that touches your farm. You understand me, John? I mean, I'm a little confused. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. I understand the words you're saying. I just don't get why. And I don't want you involved. I don't want you to get hurt. It's my my stand. I haven't been hurt. What the fuck are you talking about? John, you're the epicenter for this disease. Don't you understand the severity of the situation? Just tell me how you do it. Just tell me. Our boys will take it from here. 
those whispers. I this guess, is why I invited him. <laughs> I guess this is okay. You don't call him the Dom if you don't want to get things done. Okay. Um. <laughs> am I still going to make sales? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this, Decidedly not. This is my livelihood, and I will lose money. John, you're just taking a day off. John, I'm fucking, fucking tossing ten gold, and I'm like, just fucking. Like, John, this, this, is, is, this is more than you make in two years. Exactly. Uh, this is an okay, offer you can't you. refuse. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go back to my farm, I guess. Then, uh, do you guys know how to clean up the stand? We'll figure it out. Okay. Uh, this guy clearly knows how to clean turtles. I bet he can clean stands. He clearly doesn't know how to clean well, turtles. I mean, I Have could... you seen the fucking side of this turtle? He's <laughs> he's told us like seven times that he can clean the turtle. He just chose not to. And so I think that eventually he'll clean the stand and the turtle. That's very true. I, in fact, I I mean, if you want to try to clean, uh, clean soup off... Go right ahead. I'm not interested in exactly your turtle. Exactly. So I so, think I think I can, have the right to I do that. Can I go? I don't want yeah. to be arrested. Fucking, fucking leave! Yeah. What are you still doing here? John, I want to ten gold for for what? I'm gonna go. Don't don't be out after sundown. Go self quarantine, please. All right. This is all the fruit you have. Where's <laughs> <laughs> the rest? I usually bring more in the morning. I'll bring more All in right. the morning. Bring more. Okay. I'll see you tomorrow. All right, I guess. Didn't you tell him that he wasn't going to be here tomorrow? He can bring the fruit. <laughs> he can we'll sell the fruit. the fruit. Yes. He needs to disappear. After he brings the fruit, of course. Mr. Serpent knows what's best. I'm 100% in on this plan. <laughs> <laughs> I think this makes total sense. I'm worried we may have strayed from the path. <laughs> Alright, so we secure lodging for the night. <laughs> so we secure a fruit stand. <laughs> lodging. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I want to know what happens in the night. That's what I'm interested Yeah, you guys in. basically, you're, you're going to clean up the fruit stand because apparently you're taking over the fruit stand. And I it would, needs cleaned. I would get, clean up by, as in like, pull all the unsold fruit down, take it to wherever you're staying so that it's not out during the night. Yeah. And then you're going to go to wherever you're staying. So well, I'm. I thought okay. we were gonna stay outside. I was gonna stake out. He just said he was gonna go to the lodging. That's all. Well, th- you're I, gone. I think maybe, yeah. We we see if anything happens after dark. Nothing happens after dark. Maybe we go to bed. I don't know. We gotta run the stand tomorrow. It's gonna be a long day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I do need uh, time to sleep to cast spells in That's the morning because I'll need all of my spells to successfully run a fruit stand. So I figure let's stay up as late as possible. We'll see what happens on the streets. All right. But not too late. But not too late. Yes. We can't mechanically get our abilities back. Well, I mean, maybe the fruit stand opens an hour later tomorrow. I, you know, we're, we're basically the owners now. Hey, that'd be bad for business. All right, bye. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> not here for your business. So I just gave you 10 gold. You guys, Get out. you cleaned up the fruit stand, correct? You, you've taken all the fruit, and where mm-hmm. are you going? Are you staying at the fruit stand, or are you going... I think we're going to stay at the fruit stand a little past dark, maybe 10 p.m., Yeah, p.m. Yeah, I agree with that. See plan. if anything happens, and then go to bed. All right, yeah, so you guys are staying at the fruit t- stand after dark. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. Maybe like half an hour in, it's like quiet. Mr. Serpent's like, 
I'm beginning to think that maybe this doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> and Serpent, do you trust me? I met you yesterday. I'm going to need you to calm down. It's been a couple days. It took a, lo- a while to get across to Love. Oh. It took at least more than one day. We really we breezed did. over the bonding we Absolutely shared. Absolutely we did. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, so you guys, uh, Mr. Serpent's not quite sure how valuable this is. About a half hour after dark, is that what you said? Yeah, just kind of like, what are we really doing here? And like, that's all. And and you guys see, as soon as like dark has actually hit, it is the the entire kind of streets have been totally closed down. You guys are literally the only people outside, and there is maybe um, a couple people, like a guard that has looked through a window or a couple people here and there and they look kind of scared and they look at you guys and um, they immediately start closing up their windows and doors again and um, locking themselves more inside. They clearly do not want to be inside or they want to be inside during this and not outside. If something clearly happens at night, I mean, look at the, look at the town. People are, people are all, up in arms, afraid of whatever happens. I something something's going to happen tonight. I think we just need to figure out where. And Amir would know something happens every night. Every night that he has been here in the past like two to three days, there has been something that happens in the night. Keep a lookout, boys. Amir, you said something happens. We're going to find what happens out tonight. Well, we'll definitely hear it. All right. That's for sure. Lots of screaming. Sounds good to me. All right. So um, it's been an hour after dark now, and I need everyone to roll a perception check. Ooh. All right. Damn it. 16 for Pavlos. Four. Nine. How's Romeo doing? 11 for Romeo. 27. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right, so um, Mr. Serpent, again, once again, with the best perception, here's some what sounds like someone walking um, pretty far away down one of the side roads. Uh, could be someone going back to their home, could be something else, but either way, he hears someone walking. I don't want to alarm anyone, but I think somebody's about. Perhaps they're shaping fruits into things that we don't want them to be shaped into. <laughs> something unholy. Mm. Something unnatural. The dick Some, fruit. Something that upsets the natural balance of things. I I have a thought. Is anyone is anyone in this group practiced in stealth? Moderately. I I do have a a little bit of of experience with that, and even on the turtle. All right. If if we could get eyes on whatever this noise is, determine whether or not it's undead, I could hide us from it. All of us. We could follow it wherever it goes. We could figure this out. See where its den is. I like your plan, Pavlos. But I don't want to burn this ability if what we're hearing is nothing. 
So if somebody can stealth. Yeah. Amir, I think you're up. And Amir is going to try to head off the sound and uh, quietly sit. Son of a bitch. Twelve. Son of a bitch I'm in. Except I rolled an unnatural one. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, though, because skill checks, they don't automatically fail, do they? Nope. No, they don't. So, okay. So, it still sees it's you. It still sees you. Yeah. Mm. I'm concerned by the use of the pronoun it. <laughs> so, we have ourselves set up where everyone, including the horse and the ballista, are at the fruit stand <laughs> sitting there ready to sell fruit in the middle of the night, I guess. And the <laughs> rest, the um, only other person who is not there is Amir and his turtle, um, who were trying to kind of search down the person who uh, they could kind of hear in the distance while Mr. Serpent could hear in the distance kind of walking. And that person actually was able to hear um, everyone. And... Well, um, just Amir. Well, he here's Amir uh, trying to sneak behind him. This thing turns around and it is about 30 feet away from Amir and glares at him. I need Amir to make me a will check. Oh, no. Ooh, okay. Well, I bet you have some bonuses to that. <laughs> yeah, is this? Uh, I'm gonna guess as a as a partial paladin, you know, the bonuses to that. That's right. Um, is this fear, fear and despair? No. Um, is it? Mind if uh, an illusion? No. Okay. Will save. Yep. Damn it! Still not great. Oh, actually, fortitude. My bad. Fortitude. Oh. Well, I like that. All right, that is much, much better. Um, it is 25, or 23. All right, that, that saves. You're you're good. You It's totally negated, but you feel as though, like, suddenly you feel very, very weak, and then you spring back as you fight whatever it is off. And I need everyone for a roll for initiative, because this is it. This is, this is, this is the combat. Oh, damn. Oh, this is the oh, combat? Boy. Whoa. Whoa. combat. Really? I thought we were just selling fruit over here in the middle of the night. I thought we were just trying to sell some fruit. <laughs> no. Realistically, no. Such we were poor initiative. Damn it. Natural two. We got a two. I got a four. So, what I need. total of nine for me. Romir? Did you? Twelve. Twelve. Mr. Serpent? It's going to be a sixteen. Pavlos? 18. The Dom. 10. Pavlos, I need your initiative modifier again. Plus three. All right, and it's its turn. It looks like a, a knight that has just come out of battle, except its eyes are totally glazed over, and you can't actually see them because there's smoke coming out oh of its glasses. And are out of its, uh, you know, armor right where it's, its glass. eyes. Did you just see its glasses? <laughs> I did. My glasses. But like right where its ar- where its eyes should be through its armor, there's just nothing but smoke coming out of out of that location. Uh. And it, you feel like almost like an 
aura, that's not real, but you feel an aura of like just anger. It feels like nothing but pure wrath. And it's its turn, and, and the closest thing it sees is a mirror and this turtle. Okay. Tell me where it goes, because it's possible it gets a attack of opportunity. You haven't moved, so no. Damn it. Unless you have combat reflexes. No. Seems to be the thesis of this episode. Get combat reflexes. Do good shit. All right, so it will charge up and slam at you. Um, with a 20? Question nope. mark? All right. Oh, nice. So it, it misses, um, and it just... You need to join my suffering. And now it's Pablos' turn. Oh, my God. And Pablos would see this creature that has attacked at Amir. Pablos is going to, first things first, make a knowledge religion, because this is assuredly undead. (laughs) That's a 23. So you get two questions. Okay. Uh, First, I'd like to know its name. That's usually free. Oh, yeah, that's free. It's a Bodak. A Bodak. Okay. I thought it was going to be John. (laughs) John's back, John is innocent in all of this. Um... Special defenses. So it has significant amounts of immunity because it has the same immunities as undead, but special immunities yep, are... Yeah, beyond undead. Yep. Um, it's immune to electricity. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, it is immune to... Is bleed normal undead? Yeah, it's a normal undead thing. I think. Pretty sure. I, I think oh, that no. I think that might be, but it's also immune to death effects. But I, don't, I think that's also normal. Um, so that's, that's definitely an undead thing. It's yeah, like electricity. So just electricity. All right. Because um, you have special defenses. Yeah, right? special defenses. So it's just immune to electricity. And then it has resistances and damage reduction. Yeah, those would fall under special defenses. You don't have to give me the full value no. of the dr, but you got to tell me what the resistance is and. Acid, fire, cold, iron. Cold iron? Uh, well, you didn't. Yeah, you didn't have Sorry. to tell me the dr, but so I that's it's what you resistant were to acid and fire. Yeah, that's and it it's has a resistant DR. to acid and fire. Yep. So uh, my next question is special attacks. Special attacks. It has this death gaze. Um, so wow. yeah, if you uh, fail the death gaze. Um, you could get some negative levels or become the same thing it is. Oh, God. Okay. So, <laughs> that sounds with horrible. that, Pablos, <laughs> Pablos begins, like, his... his pharasmin kind of, like, spiraling one hand while he gathers energy in the other, and he, like, looks to the sky and begins casting... And that's his full turn. Okay, Mr. Serpent. He moving. Hmm. I don't like this fellow. Um, and Mr. Serpent is going to move as far as he can to try and strike the sky. Let me see, movement-wise, if I can get all the way up there in one go. So I actually can, in one move, get all the way up, uh, up to him with my fast monk speed. And that gives me plenty of time 
to take one swing at him. All right, all right, what you got? Which I will do. Um, and I will also spin around. Okay. 19 on the die, I feel like will hit. Um, 19 on the die, it comes to... Uh, a lot. That's going to be uh, 27. So yeah, that hits. Yep. So unfortunately, I'm not enlarged this combat, but here comes that D8 plus 10, 12 damage. What kind? Um, it is bludgeoning, it is magical, it is adamantine. Which, correct me if I'm wrong, folks, but that should supersede the Cold Iron DR. No, it doesn't. It doesn't? Mm-mm. Oh, bummer. Yeah, we played that wrong before. If you have specifically adamantine, that only supersedes adamantine. Oh, that's The bummer. thing that supersedes is when you have a scaling weapon yeah. plus. That yeah. supersedes. Nope. Don't like, have that. Yeah. Right. All right, it is Romir's turn. Okay. Ramir's gonna take a uh, five foot. Chris, s- sorry. Microphone. Ramir's gonna take a five foot step up. As a swift action, he's going to use his hypnotic gaze as a mesmer- mesmerist to give it a minus two against will saves. Does it also affect AC? Or is it, last time you did it, it did uh, both. Also a minus two against attack rolls, but that's oh, not, that's not gonna come until yeah. later. Do I seriously not get anything for that? It's just a gaze? Yeah, no save. It's just a gaze attack. It's pretty All right, good cool. It's like witch awesome. bullshit, except yeah. and It's a standard action. He's going to use a spell called Lock Gaze. So I need Ooh. you to make me a will save. Which this affects because of your archetype. Yeah. Uh, 16. Yeah, it's a 20 DC will, so that's a fail. So... 20? Yep. Whoa. Because I've taken a lot of buffs to this DC. So, the target is going to lock eyes with me. While staring at me, the target's considered to be inverting its eyes against any creature except me. Oh, shit. You just negated its gaze. So, it's going to... The it, gaze is only against yep. him now. So, it's going to yeah. grant creatures other than me concealment against its attacks. Holy crap. Whoa. Wow. Gaze okay. Gaze. So it's allowed to willingly leave my line of sight, but it's going to take a. Uh, it's going to be blinded for one round. And uh, I won't ever willingly leave its gaze. So it's going to take. Yeah, it's the concealment against other people's attacks is what it's going to take. Okay. And that's so my whole round. 20% missed chance against anyone but Chris. Yep. And your gaze attack is. Yep. Only against me. Yeah. All right. Yep. The Dom. Amazing. Uh, the Dom is going to say, Sonny, I need you to move the ballista a little closer to our friend Ramir here. And then uh, that's going to happen. So he's going to do that. And then I'm going to spend my turn loading a piece of ammunition. Uh, so that'll be one full round action. Next turn, I should be able to fire. Nice. Alrighty then, it is Amir's turn. Alright, well, thank you for the uh, concealment, because now I can uh, move ten feet away. <laughs> move back, yeah. charge back up. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, you read it exactly. It is, uh, his soup is uh, gearing up for a charge on the next round, but as a swift action... This round, I am going to declare uh, the to smite this evil from the paladin with it, uh, and okay, I'm 
gonna yeah. move you then. That's it. Yeah, that's all I can do. All right, it's uh, my turn, and I have a hundred percent locked gazes with uh, Romir here. So I need him to make me a fortitude save. Can do. Nineteen. I'm I'm gonna need you to take one one d four negative level. Oh, so no, hang on. Nineteen there. wasn't enough. Oof. It's not good. Bad times. Glad it's. Uh, fuck. Only one negative level. That's some bullshit. You good? You okay. fine? You good? <sighs> okay. So. Don't worry about this bullshit. I believe that's all it's got. I think the gaze is an actual attack. If I'm wrong, then, well, you guys get this one on me. Alright. So, Pablos. Okay, so the way a gaze works is you can use a standard action to force somebody to make a save on your turn. Otherwise... I'm pretty sure anyone within its gaze has to make a save on their turn. I might be wrong. Um, that would be correct, except for my gaze is now, like, before the... So, previous to this turn, the only person who was in my gaze was Amir. Amir saved. And then, I am now in, like, the range of everyone else, except my gaze has been locked by someone else. So, I forced him to make the gaze, I guess. But maybe I didn't need to do that. If that's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying, is that okay. on, his, on his turn, he's going to have to... As long as oh, you're okay. looking at something with the gaze... Well, not anymore, because it's locked eyes. So it's only But him. normally, if you're... Lo- like like a basilisk would work, I anyone see. looking at the basilisk has to make a save... But because my gaze is locked, it's eyes. only Romir. So on Romir's turn, he'd have to make a save. Yes. Okay, so we'll hold his save for that same thing. Yep. But... I'm going to attack then Mr. Serpent, who's close to me. And I know I have 20%, above a 20% will hit. Just staring at Ramir. Quite a bit. Attacking out of the corner of his eye. I got 56, so I will definitely um, go through if this hits. And I got a 25 on the first attack. Oof. No shield. Boy. I'm sure that would do a lot of damage if I didn't defensive spin. All right. Whoa! So, oh so it God. doesn't hit. And then the slam does not hit. Oh, defensive damn. spin. Okay. Well, spin then, that's fun for me. Um, the Bodak has gone, and it is Pablo's turn. So you see <gasps> six wolves. Six wolves? Six wolves appear. Celestial wolves. And they appear all in flanking positions around this creature. (laughs) Please place them. Alright, so yeah, I was really excited for this creature because it'd be great even against the summons because, you know, gays everywhere. But, um... But, uh... You put them all all around. I mean, like, yeah, like, over there, yeah. I think they have to be in the same spot. They have to be, like, adjacent. No? What do you mean? Like, you... You you No, because it's a multiple summon, I can fucking burst them. But you decide the spot before you cast this... When you... The beginning of the Right, you decide where each thing goes. Okay, whatever. I'd like flanking, please. Uh, I don't know if you can get flanking, unfortunately, oh, because it's a building. A building. Yeah. Yeah. But um, Pavlos rocks down a righteous channel. I don't think anybody is taking damage, have they? 
Nope. Well, guess what? Pablos has Fateful Channel. And what that means is that for two rounds, on any roll that you have to make, you have to pick the roll, but you get advantage. Including my Hell summons. Yeah. So now all of my summons are going to attack. Jesus. How can you do both this and Because the- I wasted my last turn doing the summon. He was gotcha. summoning. Full How round. can he slap? How can he slap? How can he slap? So, first wolf attacks. I'm going to go get a drink. Yeah, let's just, uh, you know. I'm just joking. I'm still not. Uh, misses with two twos on the die. Next wolf. Alright, that should hit uh, at a 23. Hits. Okay, so that wolf does six points of damage and then attempts a trip. Oh, it's a ridiculous trip. 19 on the die. Should trip. Uh, let me just make sure my CMB. I mean, yeah, that's a 23 against CMD, so maybe not. Uh, that actually does Okay, so it's tripped on the ground. Prone. Oh boy. And now the other four wolves are going to attack it while it's prone. I think the other four are still within range of it, right? So the first one uh, does a... I don't think a 10 gets it even while prone. The next one definitely gets it uh, with a 19 while prone. If a 23 hit it, 19 while prone should hit it. Right. That's seven points of damage. Oh shit, I didn't smite with all these guys. I'll do it next round. Do they have a charisma? They uh, may not help. No, they don't. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Uh, still smite though. Yep, uh, 19 will hit again. Got seven more points of damage. So that was... That's four wolves have gone, so I have two more. This thing has DR, too, so I'm a little... nervous. Yep, that'll hit. 16 on the die. And the Mesmerist uses his painful stare for this round, which gives it a plus two to its damage roll. What? How, what? How are you able to do that? There's a painful stare that says once per round, the the mesmerist gets to use half his class level to do damage against some other creature that rolls towards it. While you're staring, like a, like a free action or something. Yeah, free action. This one okay, time. So are all of these at a bonus to my attack all roll or a bonus to damage? No, one of them. Once per round. So it's just one plus, time. Okay, okay. Plus two towards a damage roll towards. So that's the eleven damage. Yeah. Okay. And then the final one. Hits with a 15 on the die. Goes to? 15 on the die. Goes to 19. You're prone. Okay. Um, and that's... Five points of damage. All right. Uh, Pablo's channeled. He is now going to move. So to- because I've tripped, have I left his gaze? I don't think so. I think now you're on the ground looking at <laughs> Okay. Uh, so Pavlos is now going to move behind one of his summons so that he is also in range to attack this guy. Perfect. All right. And now 
Everybody just remember, advantage on a roll. Alright, so, uh, just had Pavlos go, which took quite a long time. Sorry, I'm, uh, Mr. You know, Serpent gets to go now. You. Well, after that, Wolf had a very clutch trip. Uh, Mr. Serpent is going to enact a key point, which is going to give him an extra attack this round, as he, um just starts fucking walloping on this guy that's on the ground. Uh, the first strike is going to be the two d20s. I mean, they're both fairly decent. Uh, highest is a 14 off the die. That's going to go up to a 22 against That'll his hit. prone. Um, I'm going to roll the next two as well. Uh, it only works on one roll. I'm sorry, Steve. I know, but I have, I have three attacks. So it was no, no, no. <laughs> it only works on one d20 roll. I know. So I, I rolled twice for the first oh, one, okay, and I rolled okay, two okay. more. Yeah. I got you, I got you. I, I, I thought, you were, I thought right, you were doing right. advantage for everyone. I rolled, I like, I rolled the same two d20s, but it was for two different sorts of things. Um, I have an attack that goes up to a 12 against his prone DC. That no. doesn't seem like it's going to hit, but then a, a dirty 20 should. Yes. All right. So this is going to be uh, two separate attacks. Okay. I have a 13 and a 16 points of damage individually, so DR off both of those. Alright, awesome, thank you. Uh, Romir, you have already taken your one leg, one level of negative, a negative uh, level or whatever, right? Yeah, he has. So, Romir is going to continue to, uh, be within this creature's gaze because it's still... Again. All right, thank you, Steve. Just making sure. Romir is still <laughs> within this creature's gaze, so he's going to stay within there and continue his, as a swift action, gaze against the creature and do nothing else. So it's still negative two to will saves, minus two against attacks. All right, all right. That's uh, super great for me. Love that. The Dom. The Dom is going to say, Sonny... Why don't you put that bolt all the way in and we'll give this guy a chance to see what it's like staring down the barrel of a Yule log. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's gonna... So so Sonny, the horse, is going to continue using his full round action to finish loading the bolt, pulling back the string of the ballista. And then I'm gonna actually... Um, and this thing still has arms and legs. Yeah, I mean it's for ten hours. I don't oh, know. Oh Jesus Christ, man! Yeah. Well, <laughs> you good? <laughs> I don't know if I explained this, but I have the extend meta magic rod. I didn't know that. So all that, right, so it's fine. Hour per level. We're all good. Yeah. Yep. So as long as the ten hour increment is okay. Ten hours is fine. Um, I will. I will have him load the ballista bolt, and then I'm gonna. I'm gonna actually. Um, what's it called when you prepare an action? Whatever. Ready. Preparing, ready in action. There's the, there's cool. the terminology. <laughs> nice. Proud of you. And then I got there eventually, and I'm I'm readying it because our enemy is prone, and I want him to stand up. So when he stands up, I'm going to fire a ballista bolt at him. Mm. Okay. All right. Alrighty then. Uh, it is Amir's turn. All right. I'm going to start off with the swift action. Declare this. Uh this evil outsider my foe for cavalier abilities now he's smited and 
your smite foe. and declaration. Yeah. That is correct. Uh, and then the declaration because of the of independence, as if you didn't know before. The roll twice. He's going to uh, enact power power attack. Ooh. And uh, rare for Brooks. Yeah. Yeah. Rare. Yeah. So uh, with. My drive-by with the or the 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 drive-by or ride-by feet. I am my turtle is going to charge. It is absurd through. that you have a snapping turtle that's supposed to charge and be fast. But all right, let's yes. go with this. <laughs> Glad this is April Fools. So yeah, here goes. Oh. All right. Um, the highest one is a 17 on the die, making that a 30. That'll hit. <laughs> All right. So 3d6 is the damage die. Uh, so that one is going to total up to 10, plus 45, Holy making what? it 55. What? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> no. Yes. No. Yes, That's it bullshit. is. Bullshit. No, it's not. <laughs> bullshit. Lan- with the lance, number one, charging with the lance. The the challenge. Oh my goodness. He did, he did take a round to set this up. <laughs> oh man. So I fire my ballista now. <laughs> <laughs> um so because I uh swift action like made him my foe. The the melee or uh, the charge attack does extra damage against that, so that's that. And then the smite evil, because I'm a paladin, does extra damage to undead. Okay. And then, uh, I mean, just just I the think, lance overall. It, it's still alive. I, I think it all checks uh, out. Oh, it's alive! Actually, for 55, it's actually 56 because of my gnomish. Me. <laughs> Love it. Oh, he's a gnome. I forgot. <laughs> and so I am now on the other side of all of these wolves. I'm so, I'm so great for wild cards. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. Thank you. Wow. Hey, I don't get too many of these. I'm about to throw a fuck ton of wolves on this. <laughs> all right. So that was uh, something. Um, oh, um, actually, there is one other thing. Oh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, soup soup gets an attack too, so. Fuck you! No, it does not. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> During a charge. And I get no attack of opportunity. Soup also is a part of the. Uh, he crown. gets the he gets the advantage as well. Fantastic. Uh, seven on the one of them is a seven on the die. The other one's a nineteen. Ooh. So, uh, can't guarantee that it hits though. Does a twenty-one hit? It hits. Awesome. Oh, it's prone still. Max damage at nine. Okay. Okay. Oh, and um, all of my attack goes through his DR because I'm a paladin. Yeah, because of the smite. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Neat. 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 Which is why when my wolves finally fucking smite, they're gonna bypass that fucking DR. Oh. So okay. uh. I should have done it last round. It's stupid. Um, I would like to point out that it had only taken 12 damage before this, and then just took 56 straight points of damage. Damn. Wow. All right. It's quite a bit of damage. Neat. 
neat. Uh, Frasman. Uh, enemies I, I, will die. I, I, still not sure how to handle this. All right, cool. 56 points of damage straight to Mr. Serpent's Dome would take him two points away from permadeath. <laughs> it would kill me. <laughs> I would be overly double permadeath. Yeah, it would have it definitely killed me. All right, so... I mean, it's uh, it's it would likely stand up. Oh, oh! That's provoking the- <laughs> attacks of opportunity from all six of my wolves, and yeah. also <laughs> and then my ready to action. action. I don't know what else it would do. It would have to stand up to like be effective. Let's Mr. Serpent too. Let's find out. <laughs> Let's find out what happens. Also, my wolves get a, my wolves get a free trip <laughs> attempt if they hit. I don't think on standing up they do. Oh, they? on the AOL. Yeah, you yeah. Don't think they do? I don't think so. Maybe not. Does a 22 hit? Yes. All right. How about, uh, again, you take the prone AC I four, know, so a I 19 know. and it's... a much higher than that, and then a... 13 points of damage before uh, damage reduction. Another 19, and then, uh, yeah, so five hit. All right, cool. So, again, you're going you're gonna to want to uh, DR five times. So 30 points of damage from the wolves. But then the DR. I'm going to take the DR out five times, so it may have done not much. but. So I get advantage on this attack, right? Yes. I rolled a four and then a two. Oh, (laughs) You're wasting my advantage. I know. I only got a 12 to hit, so. Well, you are. And then a giant ballista bullet just comes flying past the. As it's like standing up, it just goes flying past its chest and right over the one wolf and into the wall of someone's home. And and you just hear, hear a child cry as they get woken up. I'm sorry, it's a family business. <laughs> God damn it, Tom. Watch out for my wolves. Uh, so yeah, it stood up as, as its move action and is going to uh, slam at the serpent. I'd appreciate if you didn't do that. I didn't like that at all. And I got a natural 20. Did you roll your concealment? And I the mirror will. images. No, those d- don't. That, sta- do yeah, any. those won't stay. Okay. For that long. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, I suppose. What did I need? Above. Oh, above a twenty. Okay, seventy-six. We'll go. That got me. All right. So then, let's see if I can conf- confirm. Likely, very much not. So seventeen. So I don't nope. confirm. Nope. Uh, but I got only eight points of damage. Oh, oofa doofa. Yeah, it's not, I'm not doing great here. Gaze is really important to me, and I've been dehabilitated. If only our monk had a little bit of DR. That'd be nice. Okay, well, that's fun. Uh, it's Pablo's turn. Pablo's. Boom channel. Anybody taking damage? I have. Okay, so you are healed for 10 points of damage. That was more than the 8 I received. And then everybody gets advantage, and Pablo says, Sick em, boys. And then all the wolves get advantage, Six and they wolves. all smite evil, bypassing DR. First wolf. 
How'd you get the smite? Is celestial? They're celestial template wolves. Yes. Um, Bam. Uh, does a nineteen hit? No. Okay. Does a? Oh wait, no. Roll double fifteens. All right, that doesn't hit. Next one. That should hit. Sixteen. Well, no, maybe not. Twenty. Does no. Twenty hit. Okay. He's standing up now. Oh yeah. He's got some life in him. So that's the fourth, fifth, natural twenty. Uh, so that definitely hits. Let me roll to confirm. Natural twenty. Definitely yeah. confirms. So that's. 16 points of damage, and then he's going to roll the trip. Uh, probably doesn't get the trip with only a 10. Nah. Then the next one attacks. That's a 22. That'll hit. Okay. So, first you take... Eight points of damage, and then the trip attempt misses. That's the wolves. And then... Yeah, I think Pavlos is in a good spot. Everybody has this advantage again, so... That's my turn. Seems like a good turn. All right. Yeah. 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 No, okay. I mean, it was a... Fuck you. All right. Uh, it is now Mr. Serpent's turn. As, the, as this... Uh, as this undead creature stands up and just gets mauled by wolves, like a glassy sheen comes over Mr. Serpent's eyes. Oh, fuck, I didn't take into account flanking for all of this. God damn it. It's Ooh. fine. Hand up the chest piece. says, I think I can see it. The way into the eye. And he's going to roll. I'm going to key fury this. Uh, first uh, one with advantage. Uh, I don't think it's gonna do it at a 16 to hit. No. And then two more attacks. Both of them are 16s off the die, so those are respectively 24s. Those hit. Okay. Ooh. I've got 12 points of damage off the first one and 17 off the second one as he just fucking motors this guy as he stands up with three attacks in six seconds. Did I ever mention that I hate fucking wild cards? <laughs> I think you said that at one point. Yeah, no, that's really cool because um, it actually goes down and I am so yeah. mad. I'm so incredibly yeah. mad. Between the lock gaze and the goddamn charge that goes all the way through. And the ballista. That's and the advantage <laughs> on every single roll. The ballista did nothing. But, um, you know what? you guys. Finish your drinks. Happy April Fools. I hate you all. Yeah. We've done it! We did it, boys! Yeah. Fucking Pablo's yeah. and his goddamn pals! I think I'm ready now to journey into the eye. See you next year. I, <laughs> Thank you. I knew it. This is great. Yeah, this is fantastic. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs>